Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, as always, Tony Defio. And if you're joining me live, I hope you're having a great Friday evening. If you are joining me live, you can join me on YouTube or Facebook. And if you're joining me at a later date, I hope you're, it's, it, it could be on any of our audio platforms. So whatever audio platform you decide to listen to podcasts on, you can find all of our shows. And we have this show, a bunch of, live, a bunch of other live shows like, like The Hangover, The Steelers Preview, The, the Scobro Show, uh, The Curtain Call, uh, The War Room, the, the Touchdown Under Show. And then uh, we have audio only shows such as The Retro Show, The Live Mic. Let's rock the stat geek. I was experiencing technical difficulties there. For there, I'm back. All right. Sorry about the uh, the few seconds live. Watch us on YouTube. Listen to us on on any audio platform. And of course, check out behind the curtain the website. We bring you news, commentary, draft breakdowns, free agency. Anytime there's a transaction, anytime there's any kind of news, Steeler related, NFL related, we bring it to you. So please check that out. Please. Uh, like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Please check us out on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Michael Beck, the, the the deputy editor, he does a great job on uh, with the social media platform. So please check check all that out. Uh, welcome to everybody in the live chat. There's Chad Lan- Chad Landsman, Ben Tavares, Steeler Chick Forty Six, Crees with us, Eric Piera, Stacy Lynn, Steelers Pittsburgh. I think that's it for now. So thank you all for joining me. I hope we have a great show tonight. Just Me is here. Jared Devil. Wow. Great lineup tonight. Great, great audience. And I love it. 
And as always, I have a few topics I wanted to discuss on, on tonight's show, starting with the draft, of course. That's everybody's favorite t- uh, subject right now is the NFL draft. And here we are four weeks from tonight as I'm, as I'm doing this show right now. Four weeks from tonight, it'll be the second round of the NFL draft. And we'll be discussing either the Steelers' most recent pick or who they're going to pick in the second round or in the third round. That's, that's when the uh, day two is the second and third round. And we'll, we'll, by then we'll know who they already who they picked in the first round the night before on Thursday. So we're we're less than a month away now from the draft. So as I've been saying all off season, this is about the time when I really start to to ramp up my research and my interest in the draft. I don't lie. I'm not gonna. I, I, when I say I didn't pay attention in January or February or a lot of March, I wasn't kidding. It just I like to I like to wait. I like to wait until about a, a month out before I really start to get into it. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Number one is I think it's I think it's okay to wait. Uh, even back when I was a teenager, I would I would wouldn't really get into it until three or four weeks before the draft. Now, granted, the internet didn't exist then, and social media didn't exist, and I didn't have it all this info at my fingertips. So I'm sure, knowing me the way I did back then. Had I had all that info at my at my fingertips, I probably would have just been reading it and 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 researching it nonstop and and obsessing over it. But 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 I didn't, so I waited until about a month or so before I got into it. And and I think it, it, it to me uh, the thing about the draft that drives me crazy, and in in a good way because you know we're all fans, is no matter what you say, no matter what position you decide, I think they should draft that person or draft that position. There's always like 45 people going, how can you say that? That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, you know, so-and-so was a systems player. So-and-so can't read defenses, you know? So there's always, you know, there's thousands of people out there that, that, that put a lot of mental and emotional emotional energy into the draft and they spend months covering it. So, you know, they're, they're, no matter what you say, again, there's just, it's you can pick one player. There's so many other people that say that's that's a crazy, uh, that's a crazy direction to go. How can you say that, Tony? And um, let's welcome some more people into the live chat. Snowman, Michael O'Malley, Dean McRae. I think I saw Donald Nolan in here. Lots of legends tonight. George Teston. Awesome. So anyway, you might be saying, well, Tony, isn't that the uh, half the fun? arguing with with uh about sports with your friends I'm like mm, yeah but my friends don't usually act like people do on the internet i mean my friends aren't you know they don't they don't listen to your opinion on something and go that was a trash opinion that was garbage i can't believe you would say that it's garbage you're an idiot you suck i can't believe whoever's in charge of your family i can't believe they would let you have that kind of opinion i used to love your family now i don't hang out with your family anymore because of your opinions they suck you suck and we're never coming back. You're not, you're not invited to our picnics anymore. You know, my friends don't do that. But people on the internet do. They do it all the time, right? And, you know, my friends don't uh, don't make up fake names and, and, and stalk me for a month because of my opinions. And I certainly don't have to ban my friends from my house because they won't leave me alone because of my opinions. So it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different um, uh, arguing with my friends as opposed to arguing with people on the internet. So that's another reason why I... I kind of wait until a month out before I really start getting into the draft and sharing my hard opinions on it. 
And uh, I realize it's all going to happen anyway. Uh, but at least I like to only deal with it for like a month instead of three months, which other people are, who are braver than me certainly uh, endure that stuff every time they release a mock draft or a, or a big board or whatever. And, and another reason why I like to wait is because you just don't know how it's, you, you know, there's just so much information coming at you all the time. And what people think of a player in January is going to be a lot different than what they think of him in, in, in March, you know, even today, like today, I, today's what, as I'm doing this show, it's April 2nd. And I was looking at a bunch of big boards today. Um, and Mac Jones, for example, the, the Alabama quarterback, Mac Jones, I've seen him ranked 13th, 28th, I think in the forties, you know, he's all over the place. Landon Dickerson. He's the guy with the, I think I, I misspoke last week. And I don't think it was my fault. I think it was the expert I was listening to on the radio. He mentioned Creed Humphrey as the guy with the knee injury, but it's actually Landon Dickerson, the center from Alabama. Uh, he has some in, uh, like really serious injury issues to deal with. He, he's coming off a torn ACL, I believe. Um, so I, I just assumed he wouldn't even be drafted until at least the second or third round. But I was looking at, at Bleacher Report's big board, and they had him ranked eighth, you know. And uh, Creed Humphrey, who I'm, I'm starting to, to really get high on, I've seen him rank 25th, 45th, 60th, all over the place. I mean, not not exactly those numbers. Don't don't pin me down to it, internet. But around like roughly those 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 uh, uh, areas, I've seen him rank, you know, all over the place. So, you know, it, it's hard to get a feel for it when you're that far out, and uh, and it's even hard to get a feel for it now, four weeks uh, before the draft. So. That's another reason why I like to wait. And, and, and um, another thing is, is you just don't know how things are going to, uh, I'm sorry, free agency really, really um, gives you a better idea of how, how the draft will unfold based on that activity. You know, I think it's safe to say we're, we're pretty much through the major part of the uh, free agency period. And uh, I think now we have a pretty good idea of what, what the Steelers are going to do. And that's, they could do anything. Uh, all the needs that they had, the perceived positional needs that they had going into free agency, I think are still on the table, as we've discussed before. There's you know, offensive tackle, center, of course, running back, tight end, inside linebacker. I mean, that's five different positions. And, and in some years, you could check one of those positions off, off, off the list. You could take them off the list based on, on what they did in free agency, like last year. And then going into free agency, um, we, we assumed that the tight end would be uh, something they would have to focus on if they didn't sign a free agent in, tight, in free agency, or I'm sorry, if they didn't sign a, TN, a tight end in free agency, they would have to uh, pick one pretty high in the draft. Well, they went out and they signed Eric Ebron, and you know Vance McDonald was still here, so you were pretty much set at tight end. People kind of forgot about it, and sure enough, they didn't even draft a tight end last year. Uh, the year before, they went out and signed, they signed Steven Nelson to a, a pretty decent deal. And cornerback was still on the table, I think, heading into the draft. But it really wasn't – it didn't seem that urgent that they go out and, and, and draft one. And sure enough, they, 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 that by signing um, Steven Nelson, they, they became more focused on uh, inside linebacker. And they knew that they had to find Ryan Shazier's replacement. They kind of missed out on, on that kind of player the year before. When, when, when all the inside linebackers were gone, 
before their pick at the end of the first round. So they, they traded up and they got Devin Bush. So, you know, I think uh, free agency kind of crisp crystallizes everything and what, what teams are going to do. So that's another reason why I like to wait. So I think, I think, you know, now if you, if you look at here, we are four weeks out, as I just said, there's nothing when it comes to positions of need, there's nothing that's off the table and the way it looks um, it, there's probably going to be somebody from at least one of those positions for them when, when they, when, when they, when they draft a 24, maybe even more than one position, there might be two or three uh, tackles. There's certainly going to be a center. Um, there might be a couple running backs um, tight end. Uh, Kyle Pitts is one of the top five prospects, so he's not going to be anywhere, anywhere around, but, but the uh, uh, Ruth, I think it's a, a Freemuth from Penn State. He might be there. That might be a little bit high for him, but who knows? Maybe they, maybe they fall in love with him. Uh, inside linebacker, a lot of people are talking about about Zavin Collins from Tulsa, and he's certainly a stud. But what if, what if Micah, Micah Parsons falls to them? I mean, a lot of people say he's the best athlete in the draft, at least on defense anyway. I mean, there's somebody, you pair him with Devin Bush, look out. So he might be too hard. To, he might be hard to pass on. So there, there's any number of possibilities in, 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 but it's certainly, there's certainly more knowns now than, than unknown than, than there were a few months ago. A few months ago, when you're trying to gauge this draft and, and who was going to be there and what, what, what teams were going to, what direction they were going to go when it was, it was a lot harder. Now it's, it's becoming, it's coming more into focus. I mean, you look at the, uh, the top of the draft, right? Uh, with the 49ers making the trade they, they did last week, that they move up, move up to third. Now it looks like it's going to be uh, Trevor Lawrence, number one, Zach Wilson, number two. And I mean, I've seen uh, 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 Fields from Ohio State projected to go third. I've seen Mac Jones projected to go third, which I think is crazy. But, you know, you just never know. Right. Uh, a lot of people are, are, are high on, on Trey Lance from North Dakota State. So you could have four quarterbacks gone within the first five or six picks, right? Certainly by the top, by the, by, by the, um, the, the, the first 10 picks. I mean, do you see any, any of those, those quarterbacks getting past new England? They draft what in the middle of the first round. So you have five quarterbacks that if quarterback wasn't such a pressing need, maybe they don't get drafted as high because maybe, you know, they're, when you look at a lot of the big boards, quarterbacks are, a lot of these quarterbacks are kind of down, but when you look at the mock drafts, they're, they're, they're getting picked near the top of the, you know, within the first five or 10 picks because there's such a premium premium on quarterback. So depending on what happens with the quarterback position, uh, a player that you didn't think would be there might fall to 24. So, you know, now we can see that based on, 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 on some trades and how free agency has played out. Right. So that's another reason why I like to wait. So now I'm really starting to get into it and I just want to see who else has checked in on in the live chat. There's Simon Ellis, Ariel, Russ Obenstein, who's in, in here. Snowman who says Trey Lance is a beast. A lot of people, a lot of people, uh, whoops. I, once again, I was a second behind. Here we are. And he's he, a lot of people are, are really liking Trey Lance, you know, uh, a year ago at this time, who knew about Trey Lance right now? He's, he's a rising star in, in this draft. So that's what I mean. It, it's, it's, there's so many things that happen between January and, and, and now that it seems to me it's, it's, it makes more sense for me personally. I know a lot of people are way more into the draft than I do than I am. So they, they really never stop paying attention. Whereas 
I just wait. I like this. You know, there's all these moving parts out here in draft land in January and February, and then they, they start to become come more into focus around this time of year. So to me, this is the fun time of the year for the draft. And 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 each mock draft now takes on uh, people get more and more uh, into into the mock draft season, and and uh, quite frankly, they kind of take it take these mock drafts a little bit too seriously. So you know, whenever you see somebody um release one that has Pittsburgh taking an edge rusher. I saw that today on NFL.com. I think there was one um published on uh on Behind the Steel Curtain, Steelers Eleven. He published one. I think he had them taking an outside linebacker. And people are like, whoa, this can't be happening. But it's just a mock draft. It doesn't it, it, it's not it's not real. You just don't know what's gonna happen. But I mean there's so many mock drafts that are published. Uh I think these these people, they get, they get kind of bored and they, they, they want to throw in a twist. In fact, they do. They say, they, they title them. Here's my latest mock draft this time with a twist this time with a lot of trades, you know? So it's just, you know, it's, it, it's, it's something that it, it, it's fun, but it shouldn't be taken as gospel because you just don't know. You don't know what these teams are, are thinking. You don't know what, 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 if they're trying to throw you off their scent with what their pro day visits and, they're non visits, right? So, but that leads me to some to my next topic, and um, see what else. What do we have people saying here in the live chat? And here's one from Russ, and he says, "Was watching film on Jalen Mayfield O line today. Really like him. Hell of a run blocker." There you go. Jalen Mayfield, is he, has he been linked to the Steelers at all? No, but he's an offensive tackle, and he's uh, he's he's a candidate to go in the, in the in the first round. So there's somebody that might be the Steelers' pick. You just don't know. Steelers Pittsburgh, and he says or she says we don't really need to go up. Can't afford to give up the draft capital. Well, you can afford it if 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 it's for a player that can really uh, make a difference for your franchise. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I think a, a lot of times people put, put a little bit too much stock in third, fourth, fifth round picks or next year's picks or whatever. I mean, they, they, tra- they traded a first round pick to get, to get um, Mika Fitzpatrick. They didn't have a first round pick last year, but they had Mika Fitzpatrick. So, you know, uh, sometimes quality is better than quantity when it comes to the, to the draft. So I, I, I think they could always afford it. But I do agree. I don't think I don't see them trading up. I think, as I said, ooh, almost knocked over my microphone. As I said, uh, they'll probably have their choice of two or three different positions of need uh, whenever their turn comes up at twenty-four. Unless there's a, a major run on on a specific position, other than quarterback, which we know there's going to be a run on quarterbacks, uh, I think they'll have a they'll have a, 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 a their shot at, at any number of positions. So, but that brings me to. It's an interesting discovery from last week, and that's that's Creed Humphrey, uh, uh, the center from Oklahoma. A lot of people are projecting him to go in the second, third round, but uh, the more I think about it, the more I think he's, he might go at the end of the first round because there aren't that many there aren't that many centers out there, right? There's, there's a lot of offensive tackles. There's a few uh, uh, few running backs that might go in the first round, but as far as center. There seems to be Creed Humphrey, Creed Humphrey, Landon Dickerson, but he has huge question marks. And then uh, some interesting uh, prospects 
from smaller schools like uh, uh I forget that guy's name. Went from uh, uh I don't even I don't want to say his name. I'll, I'll get it wrong, but you know who I mean. You'll put you'll put it in the live chat. So there's but, but I think Creed Humphrey, he's that kind of player that he doesn't he doesn't wow you with his uh his athletic skills, but he seems like somebody that could that he could be your starting center for the next five, 10 years. Right. Uh, and, and centers are never sexy, but if they're good, then, then, you know, it, it does, it does wonders for your offensive line. It does wonders for your, look at the close relationship, relationship with uh, Ben and, and Marquis, uh, uh, Pouncey, you know, they, they, they almost retired together. So, uh, I think a center is somebody that can be the leader of the line. Uh, he's somebody that the quarterback leans on. Uh, you know, look at how how uh, important Pouncey was to the line. He 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 called out so many of the uh, formations on, along the line. He he was definitely the 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 uh, head honcho along the line for for the entire time that he played here. So, if you can find a, a player like that, and if Humphrey can be that kind of player, I'm not saying he's going to be a a borderline Hall of Famer like Pouncey. We don't know. He might be a, a total bust, but he seems to be somebody that could be a safe pick for them. Um, and and they still might have their shot at a, at a offensive line or I'm sorry, at a tackle or a running back or even an inside linebacker in the second round, but they might not have their shot at the top center in the second round. So I think if you, if you, if you can address the position of need uh, uh, by, by, t- by taking Creed Humphrey at 24, I think, I think you, you, you have to go for it, but we'll see what happens. Um, I, I did uh, the, a lot of uh, draft simulations and I was surprised that I, I never picked Humphrey. I just wanted to see what would happen if, if he got past 24 and he rarely made it out of the first round, which I, you know, based on a, a lot of what, of what people were saying and based on his big board rankings, I expected him to always be in the second round, but he was often drafted by the Packers. I saw him drafted by the giants. The, the chiefs drafted him a lot. And he, I mean, it's just a simulation. It doesn't mean anything, but uh, I think that shows you the you know when, when teams when teams uh, have a needed a particular position, even if a, even if a player isn't maybe ranked high overall as as uh, other other players are at, at different positions, it, it can really it can really uh, enhance his draft stock. I think we see that with quarterbacks all the time. I mean, it happens every year with quarterbacks. So uh, why can't it be you know if if the Packers need a uh, center if the if the Chiefs are willing to draft the center in the first round, why can't Pittsburgh? You know, so that's just one of those are my thoughts on uh, on, on Creed Humphrey, and uh, I don't want to get too much into that because I wrote an article about it the other day. I hope you read it, but basically, I think that that I was shocked at 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 how, how like suddenly how I I became intrigued by by Creed Humphrey just by read like reading things about him. The fact that he's a he was a consistent starter. Team leader, um, not again, not like not a, phys- a physical freak of nature, but there aren't very many centers that seem to be that anyway. So, you know, but he seems like somebody that that you know, if, if you hit on him, if he if he's the real deal, um, he could be a, a fixture on your line for for a decade. And you know, with the longevity of centers compared to running backs, for example, maybe it's maybe it's a a, a better option uh to draft a uh, center in the first round maybe you get your running back in the second or third round as i've said many times a lot of people have said if you can if you can fix that line 
that'll do wonders for the running game. So those are my thoughts on, on those two subjects I just covered. And that will bring a close to a close part one of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook live, don't go anywhere. Please stay with me. If you're listening on an audio platform, say on Easter Sunday or, or, or on Saturday or whenever, please download part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. And I will be right back. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.